Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas, y'all. Thank you. That sounds good. Y'all look good, too, this morning. I, I love Christmas morning. And uh, as I woke up this morning thinking about coming and being with y'all, I couldn't think of any other verse that really speaks about really what we're celebrating here than, say it with me, gave his only begotten son that believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Doesn't that say it all? Listen, as a form of worship, let's, let's say that again. Say it loudly, okay? Say it loudly. Say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. That's the reason to celebrate. That's why we're here. So sing this with me. Y'all stand together, all right? Sing, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Sing. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing.
Merry Christmas. So excited to be back here in this sanctuary. I, we had a great time with you a couple of weeks ago, and I can't wait to be back in this room with you again in the coming weeks. Just want to give you a quick update on kind of where things are at and kind of where things are at with us in the transition. This past week, we had meetings with our deacons and church leadership and our staff and let them know what God was doing and where God is leading us. And as a result of those conversations, I know a couple weeks ago we had talked about the 18th that we were going to announce to the church. But after those conversations and seeking out some counsel and wisdom from some associational leaders, we decided to move that to January 1st. And so instead of having a four-week transition, we're going to have a two-week transition. And so our last Sunday at Ferris Hill is going to be January 15th, and we're going to announce on January 1st. And so we did that just to get the church through Christmas, but then as well for our adoption stuff to get some more clarity there. And we know that you have been praying for us for the adoption stuff to work out. We have exciting news to share. Actually, this week, while we've been in Georgia, Georgia, our adoption coordinator called us and the hearing went in our favor all the way back December 7th. It, we found out this week that it went in our favor. So thank you so much for praying for us and encouraging us throughout that process. And so the last thing that we have to do is schedule a date and go before a judge for it to be finalized. And so that's the last step. This was our last big hurdle in the adoption of Sophia. And so thank you so much for the encouragement and support and we'll continue to be in contact as we work out what our first Sunday is going to be and what our first Sunday is going to look like here but we cannot wait to be with you Whitney and I are so excited um, to be with you again but with all that being said I hope that you have a Merry Christmas today God bless God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort. He has come for us this Jesus. He's the hope of all mankind. He has come for us, the Messiah, born to shepherds brought tidings of the same how that in Bethlehem was born 
the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. He has Awesome, awesome, awesome. Love that uh, song. Thank you for uh, singing everything this morning. Thank you for that door. Uh, I don't know how Heather makes it that long without coughing. When I start singing like, well, I don't sing like that. So anyway, uh, excited to be with you this Christmas morning. I love, uh, couldn't think of a better place to be uh, than with our church family, our group of believers this morning as we uh, celebrate the birth of Christ. And this morning, uh, the text that is probably going to be a little different. We're, we, we've got you here like this. We're going to do communion uh, this morning as part of our Christmas celebration. I couldn't think of, uh, as Mike and I were talking about this weeks ago, really months ago, I couldn't think of a better thing to do to celebrate the birth of Christ. And Mike's already said uh, and had us all repeat in unison John three sixteen, and I shared that this past week in an FCA camp. As, as a, I heard a pastor uh, share one time how his uh, seven-year-old son taught him what it means to love because he asked his son, what does it mean to love? And the son said, what it means to give? And the pastor's like, well, what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? He says, well, Daddy, ain't you read John three sixteen? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So to love is to give. And so thank you for sharing that uh, this morning, Mike, and uh, just really thankful to be here this morning. Going to read some text out of Luke 22 uh, this morning about the, uh, the Passover. So if you want to, you can turn. If you have your Bible, we're going to be in Luke 22. And I think it would behoove us to just go ahead and stand in, in honor of the reading, if you can, in the honor of the reading of God's Word. And I'm not going to be up here long, we don't think, but the Holy Spirit can do whatever He wants to do. We want to be obedient to that. 
but we're going to be in uh, the book of Luke, chapter 22. We're going to read verses 7 through 20, talk for a few moments, and then uh, uh, we'll do uh, a couple of other things for sure. So the Bible says, then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare the Passover for us that we may eat it. They said to him, where will you have us prepare it? He said to them, behold, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house that he enters and tell the master of the house, the teacher says to you, where's the guest room? Where I may eat the Passover with my disciples. And he will show you a large upper room furnished, prepare it there. And they went and found it just as he had told them and they prepared the Passover. Verse 14, and when the hour came, He reclined at the table and the apostles with him, and he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes." And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, the cup, after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this text. Lord, we thank you for just the opportunity to come and celebrate you this morning, this Christmas day. God, uh, I'm grateful, so grateful. Lord, the things I've seen you do even this week, I'm grateful, and out of that comes my thanksgiving to you. So let us just share as you would have us to share. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Thank you for that. So, so lie, yes, amen. I love it. So I, I, got, I finally got somebody woke up in here ready to give me some amens. I love that. But lying in a cradle... Within a stable is the first gift of Christmas, if you will, wrapped in swaddling clothes. Over the next 33 years of his life, Jesus Christ, this birth, this, this, this godson who was born, much happens leading from the stable where he was born in place, when he was born in place, to the table upon which we just read about this last supper was served And on the front of many communion tables, we don't have one in here this morning, we usually found the words, this do in remembrance of me. And when we come to observe communion or this ordinance, it should be a time of remembrance of the difference that Christ has made, past, present, and future. I shared a little bit of this with my family yesterday, and they said, I think CJ or someone asked, what are you going to be talking about? And And uh, I said, Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. He said, like the movie? Uh, But but I believe we don't need Dickens' ghost that he wrote about to really show us this, only God's word and his Holy Ghost, so that we may remember. And if we're talking about Christmas past, I I look to Hebrews. I know we, this past fall, we went through Hebrews on Wednesday nights, but Hebrews 10, 5 says, consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body have you prepared for me. 
This death was made possible by his birth that we're here celebrating today. And, and when you think about that, the birth, uh, a, a manger, a stable, a baby, there's something special about little babies. Like little babies. Now when they get a little older, Gets a little crazy, but but a little baby. We have a, a five month old grandson, and 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 he's a mess. He is. I mean, we we, we call him cry fussy, he spit up little boy sometimes because that's what he does. But but when he's just had a bath, or he's just ate, and he he smells good, and he's so innocent, and 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 there's nothing like that because uh, I mean that skin, the smell, and and even if you just watch him sleep, I mean there's something about that. It just kind of blesses your heart. Those of you, you know what I'm talking about if you've had them. And uh, you'd almost think, man, they don't even have a sin nature. But reality sets in because we're all born with that. But Mary, Mary's holy child was the first truly spotless lamb that was ever born. The Old Testament centered on the sacrifice of unblemished lambs, and Jesus was, be, was to be the once and for all lamb. We're in Hebrews 10, again, 10, 10, it says, and by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. So it was done. I mean, he was the last one. He was God's gift for our redemption, made possible by his birth, which is unbelievable. The perfect was the lamb living the sinless life that we couldn't live. He saved us just as he gave to all who would believe on him, all who received God's gift of the Savior from Christmas past. Now, before the cross, Jesus desired to have some fellowship, some time alone with his disciples to instruct them what to do before his sacrifice. This do as it says in the text, was the way of showing forth his death. And his death was made possible by his birth and made meaningful by his life. So today we celebrate Christmas that Christ was born, but it's so much more than that. He was born to die so that we might live. And if you think about that, it's such a, a beautiful thing because this death was made monumental by his resurrection. And I love that. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. And so his gift continues giving to us. Now that's Christmas past. Now Christmas present. Remember the Lord's steps and walk in them. We've talked about that. We've shared that for many weeks here. Uh, months really at airline of, of doing what God calls us to do. Now this word communion, and we haven't had communion in quite some time, it's an action. And it's an action word which means fellowship, participate in, share together, have in common. And the observance of communion isn't simply keeping a dead memory alive. I really believe if we treat this the way the scripture asks us to, it truly takes us to entering into the presence of a holy living God. If we take it for what the scripture says, we enter into that in this presence of the one who lived, died, and raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, and he's alive forevermore. So Christmas should be much more about this table of communion rather than a stable, just to be honest with you. 
Now, we want to celebrate the birth of this gift, but Christmas should, should encourage us to do that because Jesus wanted to have communion with his disciples. He wanted them to think often of him. He wanted them to walk as he walked, and he wants us to do the same as well. 1 Peter 2, 21, for to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He left us here to continue his work and the legacy that he's promised us in. John 14, 12, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. We here are a fellowship of believers. And when we take a moment like this and we sit around the Lord's table, it's, it's, it's as if we were present with Jesus during that final meal. That's why it's here. That's why we do this. And most definitely, we know that he is with us. When we come to the Lord's table, we've brought to remembrance the high cost of our salvation. And that's something that's really been on my heart this week, the cost that Christ paid for my salvation. Now, he loves all of y'all too. There's no question. But he did that for me. I love all of you, and I'm thankful he did it for you. But Rick, to know that he did that for me, that yeah, he came to this earth, this messed up place, and went to the cross for my salvation. And it was free. It's free. But man, it, it cost Christ dearly his very body and his life's blood that we will partake in symbolism of today. However, I had to put this in here because I tried not to. We don't always act like it means that much. We struggle with that and, and uh, we don't tend to do as much as he requires. Instead, we live for ourselves. And in Hebrews 10, again, a lot of Hebrews 10, it's a good chapter. The Bible says, anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has outraged the spirit of grace? As followers of Christ, we have things we're to do, James, things the way we're to live, this do in remembrance of me. And we're talking about Christmas present. I would be remiss to not mention before we finish, have you considered what will be your Christmas present to Christ? Because we get, pre who's got presents already? Anybody? Who's got some on today? There we go. We got, we, obviously. We, we, I love that, right? There's nothing like it. And, and, and we love to get presents, but this Christmas, have you considered what will be your Christmas present to the one whose birthday it's all about? Make sure he gets your best. Make sure he gets your best. Make sure he gets your most. And make sure that our thoughts or in place today and throughout this season and beyond, this do in remembrance of me. Because Christmas present is an ongoing thing. We need to do it continually. Then we get to Christmas future. 
remember his soon return. Even so come now. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now, proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. That's three very powerful words. Maybe that speaks as much as any three words in the Bible, just to be honest with you, for us believers, until he comes. Jesus spoke of his coming kingdom, and, and he who came into the world will take us out of the world before the coming judgment. So, so when we partake of the Lord's Supper, we are to remember the promise of his return. Because the Last Supper wasn't really the Last Supper. For the next supper is the marriage supper of the Lamb, and the table's already being set. And I'm excited about that. I hope you are. Revelations 19. Yeah, we're going to go into Revelations. We're going to hear a lot of that a lot, but we're going to dive in there. In Revelations 19, 7 through 9, it says, Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Have you been invited? Have you surrendered your life? Are you, are you making Christ Lord of your life? Because if we do, because if we think of the three tenses of Christmas, past, present, and future, let us be quick to remember that our past is forgiven and forgotten if you've surrendered your life to Christ. You've got to remember that. Our present is a gift of life that cannot be purchased, but rather is purchased us. Because there's a difference. You've been bought. If you believe in Christ, you've been bought, and that our future is unwritten except for the end. Because we know what the back of the book says, and I'm thankful for that, that we know what this says. This Christmas, take a clean slate and walk in, in his steps until he comes. Now, again, a little different Christmas text today, but at this time, I know we've got you sitting here together. We're going to have the deacons come, whoever's going to partake. We're going to partake of communion. I know we've got a few of them coming down. Well, they look good this morning. Doesn't like some good cold weather to wear some of the clothes you don't always get to wear. So deacons are going to come. Miss Janice is going to play behind us. And as we approach the Lord's table, uh, let's do as we do when we approach our own table. And we want to give thanks for the stable where it all started, for the sinless life, and for the body and the blood sacrificed for us. He who was born to die didn't stop. He died that we might live, and he rose because made it possible that we could live. There's a song, and, and I really try to be careful. I'm not very musically inclined, but I love this little couple of lines from a very familiar song. It says, living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried 
my sins far away. Rising, he justified freely forever. And one day he's coming. Oh, glorious day. That's what we celebrate today. So I'm going to pray and then the deacons are going to take and we're going to hand out these things. But this morning, I just, again, we celebrate Christmas, the, the coming of Christ, the greatest gift, the gift of love uh, that came for us. But let's, let's take that and, and, and take it in our present life and live it out the way he would have us to do. But knowing what the future is bringing too. Because if you truly know what the future is bringing, I promise you, you're going to try to get others on board with you. We're going to do what God has called us to do. So let's pray, and then these guys will hand this out. Lord, we thank you this morning, this beautiful Christmas morning, for what you've done. Mm. God, you loved us, and you sent your son for us, but you didn't just send him. God, you lived in and through him, and he lived a, a sinless, perfect life and went to a cross because when he came, that was his destination. There was never a time that, that, that when you thought of him coming to this earth that the cross was not on your mind because you knew what it was going to take. So God, I pray this Christmas season that we here as a group of believers know the importance of what we're about to do, taking communion. God, and that communion is with you. So God, if there's anyone right now in this room that needs to get their heart right with the Lord before they do that, I pray. This is a very important step process in the life of a believer is to take communion with you. So God, I pray if there's anyone here that needs to get something right now, please do so. God, we love you. God, we thank you. We're thankful for what we're about to do. In Jesus' name, amen.
took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you. Lord, I don't ever want to forget what you've done for me through your sacrifice of your body. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Verse 20 says, And likewise, the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. So drink in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you for your life's blood. Life that cannot be taken away from us. You tell us in John 10 what has been given to the Father. Nothing can take it from your hands. So I thank you for this life's blood. I thank you for this Christmas season. I thank you for this family that we have been able to partake in today. I pray many blessings. I pray for those without this morning. Be with them and comfort them. Or may they see you in a real and true way. Let us be the ones that help introduce as we do in remembrance of you. Partaking of the body and of the blood. God, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I hope uh, you've had a good Christmas thus far. I hope you continue to have a Merry Christmas. Uh, hopefully there's some meals being prepared somewhere for you. Uh, I can't, I'm thinking about that for sure. So uh, we do appreciate you. Obviously, uh, no Wednesday night uh, services this week. And then we will have next week a uh, regular worship service just at 1030. No life groups next week. New Year's Day. We will have uh, children next week. Yeah, we'll have normal children's service during children's church uh, next week. But uh, y'all have a great week. Spend time with family if you have it. Do in remembrance of the Lord. And we love you. We truly do. Excited about the news with Zach. He's actually came up for Christmas, recorded that video back there. Miss Sue, you got to get a three up there pretty soon, just so you know. It says 2022. You just got a few days. You need to get on that. Let's hurry up. Yeah. There's, you know, we got to hurry, hurry up and get that done. All right. That needs to be up by next Sunday. Just let us know. All right. Uh, but no, excited about that. He actually brought some books up and is uh, ready to put them on some bookshelves. So we're very, very excited. Just a good, good time and uh, excited about here. I think that should be it. Uh, Merry Christmas. Okay. Yeah, just, I don't know what Chip is saying right here. He wants to collect something. Yeah, he's going to have something for y'all to throw your trash. That's fancy right there. Y'all have a great day. Uh, Merry Christmas. Love you. Merry Christmas to you.